Hi everyone! It's us again. Yes, I'm Josh. I'm Keith. There we go. <laughs> Welcome to the Basic Money Podcast. Here we are again with another episode. An episode on how to help you be a little more financially literate and make some extra money as well. So on today's episode, we are going to dive into something that Josh actually helped me out with, which is trying to use your credit cards and the system of benefits to help with your travel plans. Yes, so this is actually going to be more of a case study of how I was able to book four round trip tickets to Hawaii for less than $50. So this was, it was you, um, your wife and your daughters, right? Yep. Yep. Two kids, everybody. I mean, if I had a bigger family, I probably still could have done it, but basically it's paying $11.20 in tax. So, so yeah, like the service fee, whatever that <laughs> is. The tax that they have to charge, but that's what we're talking about. But before that, please look down below, hit the like, hit the subscribe, leave a comment. Let us know if you're getting any value from what we're providing you. Yes. And let's get on with the show. Let's get it on. So. With the show. <laughs> this strategy uh, involves the sign-up bonus credit card hacking. If you're unfamiliar with it, we can do a video about it if you want. Please leave a comment telling us you do, if you want us to do it. Otherwise, just go Google credit card hacking. Yes. And you, it will come up with so many on Google on there that you'll find out about it. This one particularly was about Hawaii, so this is gonna be about the Southwest cards. Yep, and I guess specifically, like if you guys are wondering, it's just a matter of seeing what it is that you can get from sign-on bonuses, depending on like, you know, some of them might say you have to spend X amount of dollars to get this, but whatever the sign-on bonus is, is usually a very big incentive. And sometimes for travel points, you can get a lot of miles for signing on and even more miles if you spend a certain amount after a certain period of time. Yeah, so. This one, like I said, had to do with the Southwest card. It's affiliated with Chase, so you'll have to make sure you can fit underneath Chase's requirements for cards. First thing is you'll wanna get the Chase uh, Southwest personal card. They got three levels with it, but most of it is giving about 40,000 sign-up bonus points if you spend $1,000 within three months. I'm pretty sure I can find $1,000 of my daily regular spending of my bills and everything to at least get that. Next one would be applying for a business card. Now, a lot of people are intimidated about a business card thinking, well, I gotta have this huge business, I gotta have an office, I gotta have any of this. Nope, business card is, you just have something that you do. It could be a side hustle, could be you're an Uber driver, could be for a lift, could be anything that you do on the side. And you just basically apply for it like normal. You put your name, if you have a business name, great. If not, it doesn't really matter because you can still be a freelancer or a contractor and run under your name and still be a business. That one is giving, I think, anywhere between 40,000 to 60,000 points uh, if you spend within three to 5,000 within the first uh, three months. So you wanna try to get both of those towards the beginning of the year and do your spending on it within the January, February, March to totally capitalize on this thing. And then specifically, like the points you get from these cards are calculated by the card itself towards how much, how many points the flight itself is worth. Yeah, so Southwest in particular, because both of these are Southwest cards, they have this program known as the Companion Pass. Now you can get it by either doing a certain amount of flights in a year or earning 125,000 points within a year. Now, the best part about it is this companion pass gives you a flight for free for a companion for the remaining year that you earn it and the following year. 
So like I say, if you stack this and get it in January like I did, because I had some massive spending for the business and personal that I just front loaded in January, I am then now able for the rest of this year and all of 2022, whatever the next year is, or whenever you're seeing this, whatever year that will be, I can fly this guy for free, I can fly my wife for free, I can fly anyone for free. Can. can. Should. Should. Has not yet. Depends, has to be a good enough reason. But other than that, that's the great part there. Um, no, that doesn't. Just say you want to go away for the weekend. You know, I want to go to Colorado for the weekend. I want to go to, I want to, go to Nashville. All right, back to the topic at hand. Anyway. Sorry, hot button. <laughs> anyway, so you have that. So getting these cards and earning those sign-up bonus already is basically putting you at that threshold of the 125000 some of your spending, depending on if it's in a category that gives you three times bonus pack on it or whatever, could already put you there. But you should pretty much be there once you get the bonus points. So what I did is now I have all these bonus points with Southwest. Now I have the companion pass. Southwest just recently had a sale for to Hawaii round trip for 50 bucks, 60 bucks, 70 bucks, whatever it is. I don't know. I looked at it in points wise calculations. Yeah. But it was pretty cheap. So I went through and I just booked three flights round trip with the 125,000 points that I already had. So those are all free. Called up and had my companion added on. And all you have to pay for all of these is the tax for the flight, which is $5.60 each way. Yeah. So for $11.20, each person is able to fly to Hawaii for that Sick. much. So. Yeah, and a smart way too, if you're getting into the system of using like airline points, Usually what I do, because it can be tempting if you have, you know, your points and then you go online to book a flight, it's like, oh cool, this flight's free, but I like to do a little strategy called, I guess, like weighing the points, because at the end of the day, it's going to be more points for more in-demand flights. So like, the Friday departures or the Sunday, um, or like, yeah, Friday departures where you're going, you know, Friday and Sunday usually are going to be more points, because usually they're more in-demand, depending on the airline and the flight you're going to. And sometimes like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday will be cheaper. So usually what I do, whenever I go to book a flight, I'll always get the flight ready and I look at, okay, what are the best times I want to go? I see how much they would charge me by the dollar and then how much they would charge me by points. Because sometimes there's not much of a difference and it's like, oh, like do I want to spend, you know, let's say 20000 miles when I could just pay 50 you know $100 for the flight whereas that same 20,000 you know points is probably worth like $250 worth of miles and trying to go somewhere farther so it's always good to just kind of check and see okay you know what do I want to spend $100 in save points and I feel like it's a good way to kind of measure out okay how much are my points actually worth when I'm booking the flight so just something to keep an eye out on and you never know too with like other things where you book your flight mm -hmm. and or before you book your flight, you know, you might want to check Expedia and say like, oh wow, you know what? This other airline's giving this like killer deal on this flight. And even though I have to spend like say 40 bucks on the flight, I get to save my X amount of points that are technically worth however yeah. many dollars. It all depends on what you want to use it for and find the best value in it. Um, this hack though gives me family of four flight to Hawaii for less than 50 bucks. Um, if you didn't have kids and it was just you as a couple, this hack is actually great because you could basically get free flights for your partner for a full four years if you do it right. So 
one person gets the personal card and their business card, gets that in the January or February, whatever. Now, free flight for the companion for the two years. Then, after their companion pass expires, the partner now or the spouse or whatever does the same thing, get a personal card and then also the business, and boom, now they have companion pass. You've now extend this, extended this to four years. And I'm not exactly sure if possible, but at the turn when this person gets theirs, that first person can basically uh, turn off their cards, decline it, cancel them, close them, and then at the two-year mark, you should be able to refresh again and just keep it going. And there's other stuff out there too with other with other cards where like on the sign up, you know, you, they'll give you, you know, fifty thousand miles, seventy-five thousand miles, and I think you did this. Chase United, so Chase's flagship cards, the Sapphire Preferred and the Sapphire Reserve, they have the best ones usually, the most transferable. So you can put those in there, but we we'll get too much into the weeds on that one. Again, if you've found value in what we've provided here, please like, subscribe. Um, again, also we'll provide some referral links. Please show your support since we don't charge for any of this stuff. So help us out a little bit. Please leave the comments of anything that you'd like to hear in the future. I'll be more than happy to come up with some stuff for that. Yes. And until next time, I'm Josh. I'm Keith and I'll be here. Yes, always. Yeah. <laughs>